Welcome to the Mind Power Podcast, a space where we're on a mission to positively impact your life by helping you increase your mental toughness and emotional resilience. To help you do so, here are your hosts and Mind Power coaches, Steph and Shay. I am so excited about this session uh, with Mr. Mark Ferguson, who is a dear friend of Shay and mine. And, uh, you know, this is this is uh, an exciting opportunity uh, for everybody in our community to uh, learn from somebody who is a true super achiever, somebody who. Uh, Shay and I feel like is walking mind power. Um, this is an individual who uh, is a former Coca-Cola executive, uh, also is a longtime mind power community member, might be one of the members in our mind power community that's been around the longest, uh, almost since the beginning days of, of Shay and I uh, in the field of anything related to, to mind power. So um, a little background on, on Mark Ferguson. Uh, he, he was uh, with Coca-Cola. For and he he just uh, brought me up to speed here just a moment ago for 31 years, six months, and seven days, but no one was counting. <laughs> and uh, and and I mean now that that is called staying power. That is called relentless focus. That is called um, you know just uh, perseverance and and doing whatever it takes and sticking through it. But I I have to say, um, Mark is not only a dear friend. Of Shay and mine, his whole family are dear friends of Shay and mine. They they've all been through the Mind Power Breakthrough Program, which is our eight week full immersion program, helping somebody get from where they're at to where they want to be, releasing all of their mental and emotional bears, which we call running parachutes, and truly maximizing their potential. And so he's got a, a family of of like minded individuals that all get Mind Power, and we're we're again honored and grateful that uh, the Ferguson family trusts Shay and I to to help everybody, not only with their mind, but with their life. And, you know, you're a dear friend. I, I I look at you not just as a member of our community, but really one of my closest friends is I love all of our conversations. So, mate, thanks for being here. You're very welcome. What a, a gloriously wonderful introduction. I appreciate it. You earned it. <laughs> you earned it. It's It's well-deserved. So, uh, I, I tell you what, you know, when Shay and I wrote in the front of our book, which I know you've read a few times, I think, um, uh-huh. and and we said, you know, that we've we've learned so much from our teachers, mentors, clients, members, students, etc. You're one of the individuals that pops up for Shay and I the most. Like we, you're you're one of those individuals that that we've had this great opportunity to teach, and at the same time, all along the way, you're also teaching us just with with your zest for life and and desire for more. And, and so thanks for being here and thanks for sharing to our community, some, some success secrets. Like I, I, I think when we're, you know, talking about this, I'm like, okay, it is rare anymore that somebody does something for 31 years. Oh, sorry. In six months, <laughs> it's seven days. <laughs> no, it's, it's rare that people do anything for more than three years. Right. So before you worked at Coca-Cola, did, did you already in your mind think like, I'm, I'm going to conquer a career 
And I, my goal is to stay with it for the bulk of my career and, and so on and so forth. Did, did you go into it thinking that, or, or did it just happen to happen or tell, tell us about that? Like your, your dreams and aspirations and what ended up happening? Well, I mean, in fact, the reason I did that was because of what my mother told me. My mother said there are three very important things to, in her view, that makes success, success. That's being married, owning your own house, having a company car, and staying with the same company your entire career. Because right. that will give you the biggest pension. <laughs> so you listened to mum. I did. <laughs> and, and of course, in those days, pensions were a little different than they are today. For so sure. you had a defined um, benefit pension. So you knew what you were going to be receiving when you ended. Of course, these days, that's all gone. Um, yeah. But but that was the driver. And yeah. even when my job was eliminated at one point in London mm. and I was offered a role in Brussels, Belgium, I told Elaine, we're going to Brussels, Belgium. And she said, why would we do that? I said, because that's where the next job is at Coca-Cola. And I'm staying with them for the rest of my career. So, you know, that's that's what we're doing. <laughs> so, so wow. Okay. Um, so 31 years, six months, and seven days to be exact. Do, do, do you have it by the hour and the minute, by the way? Uh, no, just to the <laughs> You're like, go figure. Stuff is going to challenge me. Now I've got to add in those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't got that. Nope. <laughs> it's okay. It's not necessary. So uh, I, I have to say, you know, in this in this world of um, if it's not working, uh, just quit. Or if there's friction, it's not meant to be, you know, very much a thought process that's uh, propagated by the New Age movement. Um, you know, I... You you go against all of those type of mindsets and like no, if you see something through all the way till the end. I mean, you're 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 a living, breathing example of commitment and seeing something through all the way to the end. I mean, I I I think you know there's um I think there's a balance in it all. You know, in in this day and age, yes, things are ever changing and so on and so forth. And of course, I'm sure if you would agree that if an individual is ever in a company and the company didn't have good values, or if the company was a toxic work environment, or whatever, by no way, shape, or form are you saying, well, just stick with it. And probably no. not. But here's obviously clearly a situation where it was in alignment with your values for the length of your career. Right. Yeah. I mean, the other thing that helped, Steph, was, of course, that every four to five years, I got to move to a different country. So it made it unique. Yes, it did. There's opportunities Interestingly enough, I would think, what would I like to do next at the Coca-Cola company? And that's what happened. And of course, at that time, I, I didn't understand the whole concept of ask the universe for what you want, and yeah. the universe will deliver. Yeah. And, and that's what happened. I can, I can actually map out each job, each place. I thought about it. And there were, there were hiccups on the way. I wasn't first choice in a couple of them. Yeah. Um, but it happened. I kept focus on it. Yeah. So we went from Brussels, five years there, to Vienna, Austria for five years. That was a fantastic location. And then we had um, nine years in Dublin, Ireland. And then we moved to, to the US. And we've been here for the last, oh, now 13, 14 years. 
um, all, all with Coca-Cola. Yeah. So I, I think, um, you know, in this day and age, there are a lot of individuals that are in tune uh, with themselves. We talk about in our book, the three P's, the principles, the passion, the purpose. We even do the how to with you with that in the mind power breakthrough program. And I think a lot of individuals are like, well, yeah, if it's not, if, if, if a career wasn't in alignment with my three P's, um, should I leave? I mean, uh, what, what do you think if somebody said that? They said, if it was totally out of alignment with my three P's, uh, should I stick with it through the end? Or, or do I look at that as a sign and try and find something that is? I, I would say it's a sign to, yeah. to find something that, that that's, if it's not in alignment with those three, the three P's, then something's not correct. And you shouldn't get yourself ill over yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's obviously something, the universe has got something else in mind for you. Yeah. I would say so. Now, now, yeah. And I want to put in those like kind of like um, thoughts and, and those, those, uh, you know, I would say situations that somebody needs to consider. And I will say for most people on the planet today, there's much better opportunity to stick through with stuff. Like we are seeing too many people quit prematurely. Uh, It's in alignment with their three P's. And the main reason individuals are quitting is just because there's friction or because it's challenging. And I, I mean, I'm sure that you're 31 years, six months and seven days, I'm sure that there was challenges along the way and, and, and the, the difference that made the difference for you and why you were successful and at the level of success that you were was because you broke through each one of those challenges. So yeah, I, I'm, what I'm excited about today, and we've talked about, um, you know, some of the things that you, you would say are secrets to your success, so to speak. Um, you know, what, what do you think were like three key secrets to your success and how you were able to have a very long and successful career in a Fortune 100 company. I mean, Coca-Cola is a Fortune 100 company. And by the way, for everyone, you know, just so that you understand, that's one of the top 100 um, uh, largest companies uh, within the United States. And Fortune 100 company means big freaking company. So so what are three secrets to success that you think will apply, whether somebody is um, uh, within a corporation or they have their own business, or they even just work for themselves, like, uh, or, or what have you, anything that's in the career front, uh, three major wisdoms, and then we'll unpack each a little bit uh, that you, you want to share with our community. Well, Steph, I, I, as we prepared for this discussion, I gave that some thought. And what I think it's distilled down to was, was first off, treating everyone with respect. That, that was that was num- number one that came to mind. The, the second was empowering people to be free to make their own decisions to the benefit of the business. Yep. Um, and then the third thing that, that I thought about was um, always acting with integrity. Uh, th- those were the three key things I'd say were the pillars of the, of the success. And, and would you say um, when you're thinking about these three things, these are three things that probably you are utilizing and employing throughout the 31 plus years, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I, I think that's key. I think treating everybody with respect. I mean, t- tell us, tell us about that. Like when, when did that, when was your aha moment or breakthrough with that being of importance? And then how did you employ it from there? Well, interestingly enough, it was on day one. <laughs> 
So I arrived at the office and I was assigned to a senior engineer and asked to accompany him to a factory, to a, to a production plant, where we were building a what was called a, a pattern, a, a palletizer pattern. So basically we were putting boxes onto a pallet yep. of a new product that had just been introduced. And then we take that pallet out to the warehouse and have the forklift truck driver put it through its paces to see if the, the blocks stayed up where they were supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Forklift truck driver sets off with our nice new pallet, goes around the first corner, and all the product ends up all the way across the floor outside in the warehouse yard. There was product everywhere. There was broken bottles. There was cardboard. And I'm Carn- thinking... Carnage. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I'm thinking... Well, we're going to have a big job here cleaning this up. The senior engineer turned to me and said, well, that didn't work. Let's go and try something else. And we walked back into the factory. And I'm thinking, well, who's going to clear up the mess? And, of course, I learned later that the particular engineer I'm talking about was not liked whatsoever because he would arrive at the factory and he would basically make a mess and he wouldn't be involved in tidying it up. It was, yeah. it was arrogance, basically. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was he just it wasn't his job, and he his job was to go and build pat, build up um, these pallet patterns that we were supposed to test. Yeah. So I, I saw the, the the disgruntlement, and I felt badly about it. But it's my first day on the job. I thought, okay, I better go with this guy, and I went back with the senior engineer. Um, so that that was my first experience of not pe- pe- treating people with respect. Day one. <laughs> day one. Yeah. Okay, so how how did that shape you as a leader? Well, basically, I then at that point I was what was called an individual contributor, and my job was to eventually to go to different factories and work on different projects. And I thought I learned I learned, of course, that head office, if you like, central engineering, were not liked by the people in the factories. We had seven different factories at the time, so I, I put I decided I was going to be the most liked person to go to factories, and in fact it. It ended up with, if factories got a choice, they would ask for me to come to be the engineer in charge. Because I would always make sure when I got there, I would explain what I was going to do. I would go through it. I would always wait till the work was done. And I would go back and tell the individual I was working with at the factory what had been done, if anything had gone wrong, um, what corrections had been taken. Um, and, And built up a reputation for being someone that could be trusted. Yeah, uh, and it would that would add value rather than than uh, if you like making a mess. <laughs> yeah, so treat treat every person with respect. Um, so what? How do you how do you connect the dots on your uh, success over the course of thirty one years? Um, and and that being a principle that you consistently employed, like over the long haul. Like, is it? Uh, how did it develop? How did it shift? How did it change? How did it morph? Like, were there mindsets, principles that you uh, employed to make it that much more of an, uh, you know, part of who you were? Like, share share with us just kind of more. Like, I, I always think this is good. Let's turn it into like almost like a how-to based on your experience. Yeah, I mean, one of the things which the company had obviously was um, a talent um, system. So they looked at talent within the company and they were looking to develop talent. Yep. And because I was shining out as someone that that worked well with people, I got I got recognized and was offered the opportunities to be involved in other other roles within the company. 
um, and in fact was seconded on to a, a talent initiative, mm-hmm. uh, which I was I helped to design. And that process enabled me to see what opportunities there were and also to help people um, take those opportunities. So it was it was a stepping stone, I think, for me to see where were the opportunities for me to go to next. Um, and that's how I managed to get the get in front of the right people for interviews for different roles. Um, yeah. I'd say that reputation of being, uh, I, I use this phrase, one of the good guys, um, yeah, uh, helped and, and being authentic um, and, and being genuine as an individual. Um, that, that was, that was a, key, a key success. So um, for a lot of individuals, they hear be authentic. Uh, what does that mean to you? Well, I think it's about being, to some extent, it's being yourself. Yeah. Um, it, it's not trying to be something you're not. Um, I, I don't have time for titles. I don't have time for uh, people looking for accolades. Or uh, I'm, I'm quite happy with what I've got, and, and sure. for people to to respect me the to respect me for for who I am. Um, at you know at the company certainly when I first started, when you had a business card, you, you were not allowed to put any titles either side. Like you couldn't put doctor or you couldn't put BSC or MSC, whatever it was. You just It was just your name. Sure. I noticed one individual putting all these titles afterwards, and I asked him, well, why was that important to him? I want people to know that I've, I've got these qualifications and I'm, I'm, I'm who I am. And I said, I'd rather people knew me from the what they gleaned from talking to me and the experiences wow. that they had with me sure. than to look at a card and say, yes, I'm, I'm very important because I, you know, I have this degree or I, I have this title. Um, and it's huge. I hope everybody just got that gold nugget that got dropped right there. I mean, that it, be, be yourself, be who you are, be remembered for who you are and how you make people feel not, not credentials behind your name. And it's, and it, and that's no disrespect for people who have the credentials that you could put behind your name, but it's one of those things where you, you trying to um, almost force respect onto individuals or rather than earn it. Because what I'm hearing from you is you're like, uh, regardless if I have na- uh, letters that could go be behind my name. I'm less concerned with that. I want you to just know me as Mark Ferguson. And I, I want to earn your respect by treating you with respect. I mean, that's what I hear from you. Well, yeah, now it brings to mind another little story. I was involved in a training program at uh, in Atlanta from Coca-Cola. And the exercise started in the evening and we were all given an envelope, 30 of us in the, in the course with a picture in it. And uh, they didn't give you any instructions, but you had to open the envelope, take the picture out, and everyone had a different picture. And you had to go around the room and speak to people and ask them questions about their picture and somehow work out what the the, the exercise was about. Well, there was this fellow standing there, and I went up to him and I said, where's your picture? And he just arrived in the room and he said, a picture? I don't have a picture. I said, you need to get an envelope and get a picture. And I moved on to the next person. And when we came to the end of the exercise and it was worked out by people more intelligent than me, uh, what, what the whole thing was about, um, we were then introduced to the fellow I had gone up to and said, where's your picture? As the new executive vice president who was just joining, coming to Atlanta to take up his next role. Wow. And I, 
I had no idea he was an executive vice president. But now I was feeling terribly uh, uh, bad about the whole thing. So I, I found a way to get introduced to him and I apologized to him. And fortunately, he said, I was delighted to be treated like anybody else that you that you have met for the first time, Mark. Not a problem. And I went on to have some some nice exchanges and some some nice inter, ex, interchanges with that particular executive vice president at the company. You know, it, this is what's coming to me, Mark. Um, it's almost like everybody should have a goal. They have their... I don't have a business card with me, so we're just going to go with good old-fashioned post-it note, right? Um, it's almost like an individual should say, hey, I have a business card, and my name is on it, and then there's a comma, and there's just a blank line after it. Almost like for the purpose that you you give it to individuals and say, my, my goal is to, going with your principle number one, one of your first principles or secrets to your success, treat every person with respect. Treat somebody with massive amounts of success, or excuse me, with respect, um, and and let them fill in the blank. Right. Like like Mark Ferguson, comma, one of the good guys. Mark <laughs> Ferguson, comma, authentic. Mark Ferguson, comma, genuine. Aim to just treat someone with so much respect, um, respect them so much, because, you know, as you know, anything that you want, you have to be the most. Right. And you want to receive, you have to give. And so if you want individuals to respect you, respect them. Right. Care for them, love them, appreciate them, be grateful for them. So it's almost like to, to go in alignment with that and to go with the, the business card metaphor, like Amy, give somebody a business card, just put a comma and then a, a line. Don't leave their space. Don't put all your letters there because it buggers it up. It doesn't let them paint a picture to themselves of who is it that you are. Right. Right. That's funny. I agree with you. There's two other little examples. One, when I was production manager at one plant, I made it my business to learn the names of everybody on the production line. Oh, yeah. Then I went out and I was going along saying hello to them. And there were two ladies working the back of the washer uh, on the on the line. And I said, good morning, Teresa. Good morning, Mary, I think was her name. They stopped what they were doing. They turned round and said, you know our names. And I said, yes. And they said, why do you know our names? I said, because you work on the production line that I'm responsible for. And the, one of them said, I've worked here for 14 years, and you're the seventh production manager I've worked for, and you're the first one that's ever addressed me by my name. Wow. That's what I thought. Um, and that, that shocked me. Um, and but but that's that's a for me that was very important. People's names are very important to them, and yeah. and you should, you should address them by their names. Um, and and to your point, treat treat them with respect. Doesn't matter who they are, um, working on the line or the you know the executive vice president. They should all be treated the same. Hey, Mind Power Podcast listeners, it's Steph here. Inside this podcast, we've taken you on countless journeys of insight, reflection, and transformation. We've spoken about releasing the things that hold us back, optimizing our health, making the most of our time, achieving our big effing goals, and most importantly, becoming the best version of ourselves. However, we feel like we can do more. So many people in the world are staying in unfulfilling jobs, living paycheck to paycheck, and barely getting by and living in a place of fear 
anger, doubt, and no hope of things ever getting better. At a time when stress, overwhelm, and scatterness are the new normal, people are seeking certainty, clarity, and guidance more than ever. And who better to provide that than a trained mind power coach? If you're looking to transform your passion into a lucrative coaching business, take back control of your financial future, and help others regain their hope, then the Mind Power Summit is your golden ticket. Register for free at mindpowersummit.com. That's mindpowersummit.com. We'll see you at the top.